Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, 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 every day I'm every day I'm every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, what's going on? What is up? Season 2, episode numero dos of the Monday Hustle. I am your host, yours truly, Malcolm Grant, um, creator, founder, CEO, all cool names, uh, all titles that mean absolutely nothing besides the fact that I, I created a podcast, so I'm cool now, right? Welcome to the Monday Hustle. For those of you that are returning, thank you. For those of you that are new, whew, what a great time to start. Uh, for whoever um, has put you on to this podcast, they obviously care a lot about you. Uh, they obviously want you to grow. They obviously see some potential in you that you may not see in yourself. Uh, hence why you're here. And everybody that has decided to stay and listen to my bullshit um, has found some value out of this podcast, and I hope that you find it too. So thank you for being here. I hope that whatever um, I talk about, you can you can relate, you can resonate with my emotions and feelings and my experiences. I I make it very clear I'm not a life coach, I'm not your cheerleader, I'm not a person that's going to sit here and and give you um, what you want to hear. I'm going to speak from. From my from my from my heart, I'm gonna speak my truth. I'm gonna speak my experiences, and what you learn here is either I've lived it or someone I know real close to me has lived it. And so we kicked off the year with a hot start in episode one, um, and wow, the feedback was phenomenal. The feedback was phenomenal. There was there was more people that reached out to me this time around than than any other um, episode, which which just shows me that. Um, we're, we're working on something here where the movement is, is gaining traction and the momentum just needs to keep going. And I'm fired the fuck up today. Um, last week was it was a was an emotional one, you know, so if you didn't get a chance to, to start the new season listening to episode one, highly advise that you go back and, 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 and just 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 listen with an open mind, open heart. And and all I ask is I get honest feedback. You could tell me you don't like it. Great. Um, it's not for everyone. Some people feel I'm a little bit too abrasive, too forward. Uh, some people feel like it's exactly what they need. Uh, but I'm, I'm hoping if you give me the opportunity that I, I can give you some insight on, on a lot of things that you may be struggling with or know somebody's struggling with it. So just just give me the opportunity to, you know, dive deep into into my life, into my own my own personal um my own personal triumphs or traumas or whatever you want to call it, however you look at it, it, it it's, it's all relative. Perspective is really just the only difference between my, my view and your view um, when it comes to, to living life. And I'm just hoping that those of you that do find value implement it into your life, you know, kicking free game because I just wished or I hoped for when I was younger to, to be able to find something or someone that could that could guide me in the right direction because I was I was searching in all the wrong places. 
all the wrong places. As many of you, you probably know and, you, and you've dealt with, um, life will teach you these things. Um, life will continuously test you and push you and challenge you in ways that you never thought um, you'd get out of it. You never thought that you'd, you'd, you'd make it. And so um, I'm hoping that moving forward, we could develop a, a, a mutual understanding and, and, and relationship uh, between myself and, and those that, um, that, are, that are avid listeners. And even if you don't return, you know, I wish you the best of luck on your journey and I hope you find whatever it is that you're looking for. So let's get into it. You know, um, let's uh, let's let's really dive deep into into what's been going on and and and, and let's try to let's try to make this week make this week a good one. And, and let's treat every single day the same exact way you should treat every single Monday, like you're two days behind because you're always behind and you just need to play catch up and you need to hustle like there is no tomorrow. And you need to hustle like every day is Monday and you need to and you need to find something that gets you gets you out of bed in the morning more than those eight hours that you work at your at your at your day job. And, and start and start doing something to to start building a foundation and start start um, creating opportunities for people around you and, and and start bringing bringing the good out of people and stop trying to think that everybody's competing against you nobody wants your life nobody wants your life I promise you everybody wants their own life and they and they want to be able to do things their way and and they want to try to they want to try to succeed in, in, in the best way they know how and if you can be that person that guides that person or you just give them that one piece of advice or you are there for them in ways that other people aren't there for them. I promise you, um, your your ROI on that is 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 so profound, so profound. Um, so so let's dive into it. All right. Um, so everybody, uh, when you're born, you know you're you're born with uh, you're born with an innocence. You know you're you're a child. You 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 develop this hunger, uh, this insatiable hunger to discover the world. And to discover the 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 infinite amount of possibilities to to live your life, or the infinite amount of possibilities in in how life can be, um, depending on what you choose to do within the moments um, or those small moments in, in your life, everything is new to you, uh, and you start to approach it with just this thirst for understanding and and this desire to 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 um, what's the word? This desire to find answers, so to speak, you know, especially when you're young. As a child, we we discover something, and then and then we try, and we try again until uh, whatever result is, is satisfactory enough for us. You know, you think you think a baby uh, stops trying to walk because they fall. I I don't I don't think I've ever seen a baby not keep trying, no matter how many times they fall. They don't just say fuck this. I'm gonna keep crawling until I can't crawl no more. You know. They don't think of failure. Uh, they just do. You don't think of failure, you know, when you're when you're when you're a kid. You know, you just do, and you continuously do um, until you achieve the result in which you were searching for. And and essentially, it's it's walking. You know, you fall down, you get up, and you keep trying until you can walk, and then you keep walking until you can run, and then you keep running until you can fucking fly. You know what I mean? And, and, and you just try to really take off and, and, and make and make every single experience and every single moment um, sufficient enough to satisfy that hunger and that thirst and that desire to keep going each and every day and whatever it is and whatever it is that you're doing, you know, and, and for some reason, somewhere along the lines, someone or something starts to make us feel less determined 
you know, a little less hopeful, feeling a little less adequate. The voices aren't your own. You know, I can guarantee that those voices are not your own. Those doubts, uh, because we we aren't born with self-doubt or self-hate, you know, let alone a fear of failure, because we have no idea what failure is at that time. We had no idea what a quote-unquote perfect life was or a picture-perfect skincare routine. And ultimately, we didn't have anybody to compare ourselves to. Culture taught us that. Culture. Society cultivated this, uh, this false sense of identity crisis. And, and believe it or not, it's killing us. Physically, mentally, emotionally, breaking us down to the point where we almost feel like nothing, you know? We're never pretty enough. We're never strong enough. We never have enough money. And, and while we should always be striving to be the best at every single thing that we do, we also need to understand that just because we aren't where we want to be at the moment, it does not mean we can't enjoy where we are now and how we got there. It's that journey, you know, that, that, that unfamiliar road that we're all traveling on. It's, it's never been traveled before. And, and what I mean by that is, is nobody is you. You know, not one person has gone through the same exact chronological moments in time as you. Not a single person has walked the same shoes, has had the same pain, has had the same trauma, has had the same experiences. Similar, but not exactly the same. You are unique, and not unique in the sense that every single one of you is going to be this Elon Musk or this Bill Gates, but unique in the sense that each and every one of our lives are completely different. And nobody's ever going to have those same moments add up the way that they did for you, you know? They weren't born with the same thought processes. They weren't thought they weren't born with the same desires, hopes and dreams as you are, you know? And and life gives you these things. Life gives you these confusing um these confusing uh moments in time where you don't necessarily know how to address those situations. And that's okay. That's okay, but the problem is why do you beat yourself up? Why do, you, why do you continuously be the hardest critic and judge yourself so much when it's never been done before? Your life has never been lived before because you are living your own life. And that's the beauty of it. You are living a life that nobody else will ever, ever get to live. And you are in control of that. You are in control of those decisions. You are not necessarily in control of what happens, but you are in control of how you choose to approach each and every one of those situations. That is the beauty of being alive. And that is the beauty of being who you are. That's it. That's the fundamental practice that you need to always remember. It's like the beauty of everything that you do in your life is that you're the only person that's doing it. So how can somebody sit, how can you sit there and beat yourself up and be so judgmental about a decision that you made and you never were able to make that decision before and nobody could have made it for you? Unbelievable. I mean, we we can learn from from other people's mistakes, you know, uh, but there will be variables 
that are specifically tailored to your life. And in those moments, you are in control of how you address those. Nobody is prepared for everything, but you have a better fighting chance when you believe in yourself. And that's what I want to talk about. Believing in yourself when nobody else will. Believing in who you are as a person through and through. Believing that no matter what steps you take and how many times you fall, you will continuously get the fuck up and try again and again and again. You're capable of so much more than you give yourself credit for. Look at where you are now. If you're here today listening to this, if you're here today being able to to be blessed and fortunate enough to be alive, look back at every single moment in your life that you thought that that was it for you, that you thought that this was the end. I am not going to get through this. And now here we are. We fast forward. I'll use my number, for example, 28 years. And it's like every, every three years for me, that's, that's my number. Every three years, something pivotal happens in my life, right? In 2017, I had gotten my DUI, pivotal moment, changed my life around, did some things that I needed to do, uh, adjust accordingly, started to do the right thing, started to stay on track. Everything kind of started to fall in place. We fast forward 2020, the shit happened with my fiance, um, and uh, a couple of other things that happened, obviously quarantine and, and COVID hit and 2020. So maybe that wasn't your three year mark. Maybe that was just the beginning of when things started to get good. But for me, it's like fucking clockwork. Every three years, I can guarantee some bullshit is going to happen. And it progressively gets worse. But guess what? Three years later, I am three years more advanced. I am three years more and uh, three years smarter. I have three years to, to learn more about who I am. I had three years to, 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 to identify with the things that I was lacking in. I had three years to basically get my shit together to prepare for what's going to come. And if I didn't take the necessary steps and the actions in order for me to be prepared for that, or at least be as prepared as I possibly could for that moment, I will fail. And I won't be able to fucking move my feet. I won't be able to walk. I will not be able to run. I'll go back to crawling and find myself a pretty little corner and cry myself to sleep every single day if I am not prepared. Or if I don't give myself the fighting chance to get there. And that's where I think that we always fall short within ourselves. We don't give ourselves enough credit for what we have already gone through, and we continuously forget those moments of depression, anxiety, um, the, the, the moments of uncertainty, those moments that we thought that we weren't going to get through it, we got through it. Now you feel good, so you forget what it feels like or what it felt like to feel bad, what it felt like to feel hopeless, what it felt like to be depressed, what it felt like to be lonely. We forgot what that feels like, and you can call it... I don't know, psychotic, I guess. Somebody said something to me. I forget exactly what it was. But for you to dwell on those things, it's not dwelling. It's just identifying with the things that you remember you never want to feel again and trying to do everything possible to never have to feel that way again and making sure that it's not in the forefront of your mind, but it's, it's close enough that you know that you never want to make that same mistake. 
right? I'm convinced that the external pressures of life are in direct conflict with the internal powers that we carry as individuals. Like, have you ever done something with so much confidence um, that it almost felt effortless? Because I, you've done it a thousand, you've done you've done it thousands of times. You know, how many times have you thought that something wouldn't work? You gave a half-ass attempt, and it actually didn't work. Or think about it, um, when you think that you're about to get fired from a job and you continuously, oh, no, I know I'm going to lose my job. Oh, I know I'm going to lose my job. Guess what happens? You lose your job because you alt you subconsciously have this feeling or this notion that something bad is going to happen. And so you stop doing everything in your power to be the best that you possibly can be and give yourself that fighting chance. And so ultimately, it ends up happening. You start to move differently. Oh, they don't care about me. Or like in your relationship, if your relationships start to fall out, you automatically start to think that, oh, they don't care. Oh, they checked out. Oh, they don't love me or, or whatever the case is. So you start to move different. You start to match that same energy. But you know what? You're wrong. You're wrong. You only control you. That's it. You only control your feelings, your thoughts, your emotions. The things that are in your control is the only thing that you can control. But if you allow the external pressures to continuously affect your internal power, you start to fade. It starts to fade. It stops working. That power, that confidence, that drive, that determination, that motivation. I know it's happened to me plenty of times. But when you approach so when you approach things with fear and uncertainty, you don't give yourself that fighting chance. You should always, and I mean always, give a hundred percent effort at everything. Otherwise, don't do it. You can call it extreme, but that's just how I choose and have chosen to live my life. Give 100% effort at everything. Don't commit to a relationship if you're not going to give 100%. Don't commit to a marriage if you're not going to give 100% to your partner. Don't commit to playing for a team if you're not going to give your teammates 100% effort. Don't accept that job if you are not going to put 100% effort. What's the point? You're not going to reap the benefits of anything if you only give 50% or 60%. You're not going to get any, any significant amount of gains if you go to the gym and you half-ass it. If you don't stay consistent. If you don't go into it knowing, I don't know shit. But I'm going to give 100% effort in trying to understand every single thing about my body, about my nutrition, about my sleep. And I'm going to try to actually give it a shot to see what happens if I do that for a very long period of time. And guess what? You might not succeed. But you know what? You may not know if you don't fucking do it. But shit, like what if you try it? What if you try giving 100%? No. What if you give 100%? Not even try. What if you give 100% effort and it actually works? Think about it. And it actually works. Of course, it's easy to just write off, oh, that person just didn't like me anyway, so I only kind of gave, or like, oh, I knew I wasn't going to make that shot, so I didn't really try to make the shot, you know? You didn't really give yourself the opportunity, so it's easier to just be like, yeah, I wasn't really trying. Like, if you ever play, like, if you ever, if you ever, what, what, what would be like, say somebody's like, hey, you want to race me? And you're like, oh, I already know they're going to beat me. I'm not even going to try. And then they beat you. And then you know that maybe you could have beat them, but you just tell yourself it's easier to just like brush it off and be like, oh, I didn't even try. Why? Why not? Why didn't you try? 
oh, I didn't like that job anyway. Well, why did you even fucking, why did you sign up for the job in the first place then? For what? Because you need money? Find someone else to make money. If you're not going to give it 100%, don't waste anybody's time. You're wasting your time that you're never going to get back. You're wasting your employer's time. You're wasting whoever training you. You're wasting their time. And you're just ultimately just wasting everybody's time. You know? Like, fail. And then fail again. And keep failing. Until you're comfortable with trying as many times as you need to until it fucking works. That's life. Every day, you have to get up. And you have to try to take these 24 hours and make it better than you did the day before and see what happens. Nobody knows what tomorrow has in store. But if you aren't consistently trying to set yourself up for success, then you are fighting a losing battle. So think about it like this. If you treat your life like a business, right, you are so apprehensive on just putting shitty gas in your car you're apprehensive on using shitty quality products to clean your vehicle or or using some shitty mechanic to fix your car like treat yourself like a fucking car if you're willing to do it for everything else outside of you and not willing to put in just as much effort and quality and importance into the things that go into your life like how do you expect things to work out for you at some point you're gonna break down At some point, if you continuously put half-ass efforts or you don't put quality into your life, you're going to get some really shitty results. What's the worst that's going to happen? You did the best you possibly could to make yourself better than you were the day before. And if whatever was supposed to happen happens anyway, at least you know that you gave it everything you got and now you know that you have to go back to the drawing board but you were 10 times more prepared now than you ever were when you were only putting in half-ass effort you have to be open to the possibilities of failure but be present when it happens because challenges are extremely necessary for growth in all aspects and not just some challenges literally all challenges like think about it like this if you've ever um if you've ever played any sort of video game uh and you approach a part in that game that you cannot get past you get frustrated right you are so convinced that it's impossible to beat and you have set your mind that the only way to beat the game or the part in the game is one specific way why because you've no longer viewed the game in a different way You've been doing whatever has been working for you all the way up until this point, and now the game, life, gave you a curveball. And when we get fixated on the result and how we got so far, we lose the understanding. We lose that thirst for knowledge and the adaptation needed to get past this point that life has given you. So what do you do? What any other normal person would do Put the game down, take a step back, reassess, and come back at a different time with a different game plan, executed with a different set of skills, with a different mindset, and ultimately as a different person. And then you realize, wow, 
that actually wasn't that hard after all. I just had to be open to the possibilities of doing things a little bit differently. I had to be open to the possibility that I need to learn new things. I need to acquire new skills. I need to acquire a different mindset. So when I go into this business, when I go into this relationship, when I go into my home life, I can see things differently. I can assess things differently and I can find out what's going to work and what isn't going to work. There is no point trying to do the same thing over and over and over again if you keep getting the same results, which would be insanity, as most of you know. There's a risk to everything. Every single thing that you do, there is a risk. And the only thing that you can do is learn how to mitigate the risks and have better challenges. Not no challenges, not no failures, better failures, better challenges. Everybody got money problems. Some got better money problems. Everybody got relationship problems. Some just got better relationship problems. And what happens when you run into problems? You're supposed to solve them. Or do what most are taught to do and avoid them. Run from them. Pretend nothing is wrong and we never actually face what's been stopping us. You continuously try to think and it's just like, oh, all the positive things, all the good things, all the good this. Everybody wants to post a highlight reel on social media. Everybody wants to post the goodness and blah, 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 blah. And the problem with that is you start to create this false sense that everything should be okay when some shit just isn't okay. And that's also okay, that things are not okay. And it's okay to not be okay. <laughs> uh, it really is. Because it's just, it's just, a, it's just a natural part of the process the natural part of the process and so we just end up dwelling and we dwell and we dwell some more and too much time in that space can legitimately make or break someone and uh that's how i lost my brother you know um you know he he that's just how my brother lost his life you know, uh, because he, he just couldn't um, he just couldn't he couldn't he couldn't find it in himself to, to keep going. You know, he, he couldn't find it in himself to fight. He, he allowed everything that was outside of his control perpetuate this idea that he was just never good enough. You know, so he, he decided to do what most people do and make himself feel good. In any way, shape, or form, I don't want to address things that are very difficult. And no one really wants to look in the mirror when, you ha when, when, when it's not good things being said about you. But you're not perfect. You know? He escaped. He never coped. He just always tried to escape. He never learned how to deal with grief. And it's not like he, he had a, a tough life. You know? He just had a life. And life comes with things that we don't like. And, and it killed him. You know, it really did. It forced him to, to essentially be stuck in a mental space that was so unhealthy. He just couldn't see the goodness within himself and within the people around him. It's so much easier to frown than it is to smile. It's easy to be negative. It's, it's it, it, what, you know, it's, it's easy to tell somebody you don't like something instead of telling people that you enjoy something. It's easier that way, you know? <laughs> 
It's so easy to be negative because we're essentially around it all the time. And 90% of the conversations are usually just fucking gossip. You know, things that you didn't like about your job or things you didn't like about your boss or, 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 or just, just a negative. Nobody likes to hear someone doing great in life for some reason. And I feel that we need to normalize being happy for genuinely happy people. You know, life is fucking tough. It really is. And depending on how you choose to, depending on how you choose to look through the lens of life, you can choose to see the best or the worst in people. But I truly believe that humanity overall is good. And I and this is new. And this is new. I, I have not always felt that way. I used to I used to have a very pessimistic view on life. And it was easy to find the faults in people. It was easy to find the faults in life. It was easy to find the faults in, in decisions that were being made and like, woe is me and play the victim and so on and so forth. It's easy that way because it doesn't, it doesn't allow you to have to take any blame or any responsibility for any of the shit that goes on in your life. And that's tough. Wow, you're telling me that I have to take responsibility for my decisions and my actions and I have to take responsibility for the consequences that come for those actions? No fucking way. Absolutely not. It is not my fault that I got fired. I'm the best employee. No fucking way is it my fault or I played no part in my spouse cheating on me. There's no fucking way. It's all them. It's all them. And you project and you project and you project, and you never learn, because if everything is everyone else's fault, that means that you're just so fucking perfect that nothing else can be done to change who you are, and so you'll be stuck in this, in, in this vicious cycle for however long you need to be stuck in it till you realize there's no one else around to blame, there's no more bosses to blame, you ain't got no fucking job, whatever the case is, you know? Take a second and to like really appreciate what's 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 really going on in your life and not what's on social media, because I can almost guarantee in your day to day life and your interactions in your life is not really going to shit by you. You can look on social media and think the world is fucking is, is caving in and that's it. That's the end of all humanity. And, and for the most part, that's not true. You know, I'm sure a lot of people don't witness uh, violence every day. You don't witness death every day. It's, it's very rare you're catching a world star moment on a daily basis. And, and, and again, this is not to, to say that it doesn't happen and it isn't present in life. But for the overall majority, life is pretty fucking simple. It's, it's simple people doing simple things. People are just trying to get by and provide for their families, for, for, for their jobs, for themselves, and doing everything that they possibly can to avoid the things that are going to deter them from whatever it is that they're trying to achieve or deter them from whatever it is that they're trying to, to accomplish because it, it's not complicated. Do the work and then keep doing the work until you get what is it you're looking for. <laughs> like, that's it. Wake up, do the work, go to bed, repeat, you know? And that routine can be an extremely scary thing for some people, for sure. That idea that I got to wake up, 8 o'clock, go to work, 9 o'clock, get off, 5 o'clock, 
go home, drink my wine, watch my Netflix show, go to bed. You doing the same thing every day? And and if you try to think about what you're gonna if you try to think about what you're gonna be doing now, if you're doing if you think about what it is that you're doing now and you amplify that 40 times, like by 40 years of you being alive, that's fucking depressing. Thinking that you're gonna do the same thing every single day for 40 years, I'm sure it's depressing. I'm sure of it. But you're not guaranteed that 40 plus years. So you need to focus on today. Focus on what's in control. I mean, focus on what's in your control and and what you can do to make each day a little bit more interesting than the last, that 1% better, that legitimate 1% better. And if you've never seen that whole, you know, the phrase or or whatever the, the, the quote is, if you get, if you get, um, if you give, uh, what's the word? Damn it. Drawing a blank, drawing a blank, drawing a blank. Oh, if so if you are better 1% each day for, at the end of the year, 365% better. Like, that's a great return, you know? If you can make a return on your investment 365 times, put a dollar, get back 365, that is a great return, right? So if you can do today 1% better than the day before, you fast forward one year, you're 365% better than where you were a year ago, you know? Focus on what's in your control, you know? Like, what's the point of doing things that you don't like and then not following it up with something that actually brings you joy? You work your eight to five or work your whatever daytime job it is that you do or nighttime job and you don't follow that evening up with something that's going to bring you some sort of joy or bring you some sort of, of fulfillment or make you feel better or just, you know, a, a feeling of nostalgia. Like if you can't find something in your life to put a big old smile on your face you got to you got to switch up the game plan. Like none of you work 24 hours a day. None of you. None of you work 24 hours a day for someone else, you know? But you live for 24 hours a day. And guess what? You are your own business. So what are you going to do to feed that business? As in yourself. What are you going to do to feed yourself? What are you going to do to show people what you've been working on? Of who you are, of who so-and-so is of who is Malcolm Grant? What has Malcolm Grant been doing for his business, for himself within those 24 hours? Oh, he just worked for eight hours out of those 24 hours and he made someone else rich. Oh, that's kind of sad, you know? And, and we're, we're so obsessed. We're so obsessed as a, as a culture with the end result. Always the finish line. And we'll do everything possible to achieve that result or want to do everything possible to achieve that result in the shortest time possible. But then what? You know, you've accomplished everything you wanted to by 22. What are you going to do for the rest of your life? You know, we inherently want more of something once we get it. So you're just in a rat race that will essentially make you insane. I always want more. But I also take the time to appreciate how far I've come and what I've attained so far. I learn to enjoy it from the time that I have it until it's time to let that go. And then you move forward. You adjust. You adapt. And you learn how to live with whatever it is that you lost if it was a, if it was a negative, you know, on how you see it. But at the end of the day, we still have to evolve and move forward. But if you're unhappy with with everything, 
until you actually get what it is you're after, once you've gone after or once you've achieved what you've been chasing for, that high will only last so long until you have to move on to something else more fulfilling or achieve something else that's more fulfilling. You know, on, on Saturday, um, on Saturday, I, uh, I went and, and, and trained at this, um, at this Olympic weightlifting gym in, in Delray. I think it's West Palm, sorry, um, in West Palm, and then I went with a with a good friend, and we went out to eat afterwards, and he he he's had the opportunity to to meet some really good people, some really strong people, and you know he got the opportunity to meet some three time, two time, uh, Olymp- Olympic gold medalist or silver medalist, whatever they're Olympians, you know, and you know I I, I he was like you know these people had sacrificed twenty years of their life, 25 years of their life to do this one thing, achieved what it is they wanted to at such a young age, and that's what they held on to, and now that's over, their Olympic career is over, they're broken, they're beat down, and, you know, they turned into regular folks, a fucking car salesman or uh, or a fucking PE teacher, and it doesn't matter what, what job they have or what title they have, but ultimately, they sacrificed everything they were so obsessed with getting what it is that they wanted to become this olympian and then once they've achieved it and did it multiple times they attached themselves to that identity and then they lost who they were once that was all gone once the smoke was all cleared and the fans were gone and the medals were gone and the trophies disappeared etc you know you have to learn how to how to believe in who you are and not attach yourself to your title or an identity because that title eventually can be stripped from you, you know? And then what? Then you're just left with your first name and your last name. So you have to learn how to believe in that person. Believe in your birth name. Believe that you can achieve anything. Not that you're just some number or a cog in the system that only is good at whatever job title you have. Find the qualities and characteristics of whatever job that you did or do very well and carry that with you always. Not the title. The things that you learned while you had that title. Let's say you became a manager and you lose your job. You've now lost that title of being a manager. And I know some people that are just like, man, I used to be a manager and now I'm not. So me being an employee really weighs down on me. I used to make you know call the shots and blah blah and they hold on to this identity and this title someone gave it to you some other person that's in a in a better position or that owns a business gave you a title and then you got more responsibility and you know what you can get more responsibility not just at work you could take on a lot more responsibility even just in your own life and be a manager of your own life again back to what i was saying treat yourself like a business you manage your business on paper, sure, you're no longer a manager, but you have developed, I would hope, better communication skills. You've developed a better, better leadership qualities. You've developed better organizational skills. And you've essentially better qualities to, to make you a better individual overall. 
you know, and you can use those skills towards everything. You can now approach every single situation the way that you would have had you have had that title. Now you can be a better employee. Now you could be a better line cook. Now you could be a better server. Now you could be a better processor, whatever the case is, without the title. And guess what? That will excel you to get to where it is you want to get to at a much faster rate than dwelling on the fact that you no longer have a position or a title that you used to carry back in high school. Like when you fucking talk to those people, like, oh man, back in high school, I used to be real strong. You know what I mean? I, I, I used to run track and I was like, bro, that was 20 years ago. You still talking about the same shit from 20 years ago? You have not moved on from that moment? That that was it? That was the highlight of your life 20 years ago when you got praise, you were a collegiate athlete, and you were and you were this person, blah, blah. You broke your knee, and you, you broke your face from being so damn ugly, and now you know you're not a poster child? 20 years ago. That's it. That is That was it. You didn't decide to make anything else happen for yourself 20 years later and didn't learn anything from that time to actually put things into motion to make you feel better 20 years later. Growing up is amazing. Growing up is amazing. I thought I was, I'm, I'm not even going to lie to you, I thought it was scary. When I was 17, being 28, pff, you must be fucked up. Old as shit. I'm 28. I feel phenomenal in, in the grand scheme of things. I mean, obviously, despite all the bullshit that happens, but for the most part, like, I'm not a, I'm, like, every year that goes by, I'm, like, excited. All right, what's new? What's the next challenge? What else is going to happen? What am I going to learn from this that I didn't learn from last year? And you continuously get to grow. It's like, it's literally like a fucking video game. It's like a video game. And if you look at it like a game, it makes it a lot more fun to try to take each and every day that you, um, that each and every day that that comes to you and you and you take it as an opportunity to 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 be a better player be a better character be better whatever the hell it is you know you aren't a, you aren't a failure just because you don't hold a title of a ceo or a founder or an entrepreneur etc you know you if, if that makes you feel better put in your fucking instagram bio ceo of my life there you go you are now ceo ceo of your life any for great Great speaker. Love his podcast called Real AF. Used to be called the MF CEO Project. And one of the biggest things he was an advocate of was saying, you are the motherfucking CEO of your own life. And if that title don't ring a fucking bell, and if that title doesn't make you feel proud of who you are, I don't know what to tell you. You are a CEO of your life. You are in charge. You make the shots. You carry all the risks. You take all the responsibility and you are in charge of the employees, which will be the people that are around you to make your business, you, better. You're only a failure if you give up on yourself. And I mean you give up on yourself. Not everyone else gives up on you and you beat yourself up about it. I mean, when you truly and wholeheartedly Look in the mirror and your own voice has told you, you can't and you won't. That's it. That's when you have failed. When you decided that you have exhausted all options and you do not and will not do what it takes or whatever it is that you need to do to get out of that. That's when I feel that you have failed. You have failed yourself when it's your voice. Not everyone else's. When it's your own voice telling you that you can't. Because you can and you will or you will fucking lose. 
and your legacy will be nothing worth remembering. And not just your legacy in the world and how people view you or if you hit the history books, not like that. But for the people around you, for the people that you now, you, you have now passed away and the people that you have left behind, that legacy, the people's hearts that you had the opportunity to touch during the short period of time that you were here, you know, not a, don't nobody care about what you built or how much money you made. People only care about how you made them feel. And you cannot make anyone feel good if you don't believe in yourself. If you don't feel good. There's only two things that happens in life when you interact with someone else. And and this will be the simplest way you can ever you ever have to think about when you're having a conversation with someone, right? Two things. You either one made them feel like shit or two made them feel better about themselves. Those are the only two. Tyler, you made them you either the interaction made them feel better or feel worse, right? Those are the only two things. So your goal with every interaction is to make that other person feel better that they have met you or had the opportunity to communicate with you or had that opportunity to interact with you because those are the only two options. They're either going to remember you for a good thing or remember you for a bad thing. And that's either going to be detrimental or or um, um, or positive for you in any way, shape, or form. I know there's many of you that have ran into people that you haven't seen in 10 years. Now they have something or have acquired something or have some sort of connection that could have helped you in in your business that you're trying to achieve, you know? But guess what? You burnt that bridge because the interaction that you had with that person, you left a, you left a sour taste in their mouth. You know? So you got to try to you got to try to work around that. And granted, you may not you're not going to mesh with everyone, but for a majority of the people that are self-aware and understand business is business and personal is personal, they don't necessarily have to like the way you handle things, but if they know you are the best painter or, or, or the best um, um, general contractor or they know that you're the best chiropractor. They'll use you because your services are phenomenal. The way that you have, the way that you provide service is phenomenal. Sure, they don't have to believe in your political views. I mean, some, sure, some people don't, you know, do business with people that believe otherwise. But I, I don't necessarily agree with that. You know, you give credit where credit is due. People hate LeBron James, but you can't say that LeBron James is a bad basketball player. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, sure, you don't got to like the guy, but you, you got to give him his credit. You know, you got to you got to look him right in the eye and respect the fact that he's disciplined and, and a hardworking individual and know that if you would want him on your team, you would not want him on the other team. Right. You know, like that doesn't make sense. Why wouldn't you want the best people in, in, in the entire space of whatever it is or the realm that you live in? Why wouldn't you want them on your team? That's just that's just the nature nature of life, you know. So how do we do it? You know, I, I always like to at least give some some sufficient or uh, some actual um, some actual advice and things that you can utilize and do to move forward with what we speak about on this podcast, right? How do we learn to believe in ourselves? How do we master the art of loving who we are? And I have um, listed them. Um, listed 10 ways we can do it and not in any specific order not one is higher than the other just these 10 as they came to me these are the 10 ways 
that we can learn to believe in ourselves and how we can master the art of loving who we are as individuals so you can start showing people who the fuck you really are and every single person can learn to love that individual or hate. Either way, it's still a form of some sort of love, you know? And the reason why I'm so adamant on it is because I feel that when I lost my brother, uh, he did not, and not, not he did not, not enough people are going to ever remember him for who he truly was. He was, he was, he was compassionate, he was loving, he was, he was, he was empathetic, you know? He was a good, good, kind-hearted person you know, and, and life got the best of him. Life really, really, really got the best of him. And it's unfortunate because only the people that actually got to learn who he is through and through will truly miss that person for who he could have been, for who he truly was. But he didn't believe in himself. He didn't love himself enough. He didn't love himself enough. So if somebody doesn't love themselves, it's hard for someone else to love you. You know, so stop worrying about trying to love everyone else more than you love yourself. Love you, you know. So here we go. Number one, stop listening to other people's opinions about you because they do not live your life. Again, number one, stop listening to other people's opinions about you because they don't live your life. Number two, do exactly what you say you're going to do 100% of the time. If you can't keep a promise to yourself, how are you going to ever keep it for anyone else? How is anyone supposed to trust you? You don't even trust you. You tell yourself you're going to wake up at 6 in the morning. You don't wake up at 6 in the morning. You're never going to develop the confidence ever because you're always lying to yourself. If you say you're going to do something, and I'm not talking about for someone else, for you. If you're going to tell yourself you're going to do something, you better fucking do it. Because you can't get mad if someone else says that they're going to do something and not do it for you if you're not willing to go and do what you said you're going to do for your own self. Right? Three. Give yourself affirmation. Remind yourself that you are capable, that you are strong, and this too shall pass. As every other moment has that you thought was impending doom, it has passed. The worst that you thought was the worst during the time has passed. And there will be moments that will feel like it's the worst and it will pass. But you need to remind yourself that you are capable of doing whatever it is that you have set and put yourself on a mission to do. You can and you will. Four. Read. The more you can learn the less anxiety that you will have because anxiety is only caused from the unknown. So you need to learn more about what's bothering you. That's it. If you can learn more about who you are, if you can learn more about where you stand, your beliefs, your morals, if you can learn more about the things that you are stressing out about, then you won't have so much to stress out about. 
You worried about health problems? Learn about the health problems. You learn you 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 fear something's gonna happen to you, or you fear that the government's gonna shut down, the entire world's gonna blow up. Start getting more into politics and actually do your research. Get facts and stop going off of the propaganda and stop going off of everyone else's opinions and their own views. It's it, you're reacting off of emotional feeling. You're you're reacting. You're emotionally reactive, and you need to be logically. Um, um, attentive to to what's actually happening, you know. Read. Doesn't matter what it is. Just read. Five. Work out. I don't give a fuck what you do. I don't care if you don't like it. But physical stress is real, and you need and want healthy stressors to make you feel good. There is a response, a physical and emotional and mental response when you work out. It releases the dopamine and it allows you to feel good about yourself. When you feel good about yourself, you can take that high and run with it for the rest of the day. So work out. Six, do more things that make you uncomfortable so that when a situation arises, you know how to handle the discomfort. The more times that you are in positions with your back against the wall, the more times you'll have solutions and be more resourceful when it comes to another time that's just as uncomfortable. So do more things that make you uncomfortable, okay? Seven, be honest with your feelings to others and ultimately to yourself, We worry more about not being open than just being open and laying everything out on the table. You're afraid to tell this person how you really feel about them because you don't want to ruin a relationship. Then that's not the relationship you need to have. You need to learn how to be you need to learn how to openly communicate. You need to learn how to openly express exactly what it is that you're feeling so you can just cut through the bullshit and then you can just get to the solution to the problem. Stop lying to yourself. If you don't like something, tell yourself you don't like it and do something about it. Be honest. Eight, wear better clothing. When you look good, you feel good. Take care of your business, i.e. you. Show people that you care about the aesthetics of your business, which is you. Take care of yourself. When you put on that beautiful red dress, how does it make you feel? Amazing, right? Magnificent. When you put on that tailored suit, how does it make you feel? Handsome, powerful. You walk around with your head held high. Why is that? Because you look good, so you feel good. So wear better clothing. Invest in yourself. I'm not telling you to go buy Javinci, Prada, Louis, Fendi, all this. Just, you know, look. just look at yourself. You look like a homeless person or not, you know? You can just get the upkeep a little bit. The best you can. Nine. Give 100% effort all the time. Because you never know what you're capable of 
until you actually give yourself a fighting chance. And 10. Last, but definitely not least. (laughs) When your back is against the wall, turn around and run right through that motherfucker. I love you. And I hope that this Monday Hustle episode gets you fired up for this week. And I hope that if it isn't enough for you today, then you listen to it again on Tuesday. You listen to it again on Wednesday, on Thursday, and Friday, and every single day of the week until it's embedded in your fucking brain that you need to believe in yourself because nobody, and I mean nobody, is going to believe in you as much as you believe in you. So you need to trust yourself. You need to understand that you can and you will. I appreciate you guys stopping by and girls for taking the time to listen to this episode. And if you found any value in this, please, I beg of you, if you would do me a favor, write a review, give it a little thumbs upies, you know, five star, four star shit, one star if you hate it. But I'd like to get some more interaction with you guys. And if you ever feel that you want to reach out to me, I know there's been a lot of people that's been listening to this podcast that hasn't talked to me or spoke or reached out to me. It's been listened to it for over a year. Don't be scared. Don't be shy. You know, give me a follow. Shoot shoot me a DM. You can follow my personal page at M-A-E-L-K-U-H-M. Or you can follow, and follow, you know, at the Monday Hustle so you know when we drop new episodes. And I'd be more than happy to, to connect with you. I'd be more than happy to want to, you know, have a conversation, a discussion, and we could, and we could even, we could even, we can go even further in depth, and you can ask me questions, pick my brain. I love to learn about the people that are listening. You don't gotta be a ghost. You don't have to be a stranger. All right, it's all love. I'm not perfect. These are just my experiences, and I hope that you can learn from them. So go out there and motherfucking hustle. Peace.